Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I wish I knew you wanted me. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Gosh, Barbie is, uh, everybody is talking about Barbie. I mean, it's all the rage. Uh, you can see it actually now. Everybody's talking about it. Right? Yeah. Because it premieres tonight. It does. It does. And people are trying to decide, should I see Barbie and then Oppenheimer or Oppenheimer and then Barbie? Apparently, well, not even that. Just like, should you see one movie, both movies, or none of the movies this weekend. Oh, and we're going to make it easy for you. Okay. Or at least I'm going to give you something that can help you decide, courtesy of the New York Times. And if you guys want to play, and by that I also mean you, Dawn, mm-hmm. and you, Mike, there's a link you can click on, and we'll go through this together as a family. Five questions, you're going to answer them. They're a little wordy, so I'm going to try to get through this as quickly as possible, but it'll yes. determine whether or not we should see Barbie, Oppenheimer, or both. Okay? Yeah. Now, let's start with question number one, shall we? Mm-hmm. The Barbenheimer mashup works because plot twist, the films may not be that different. They both involve oh. world building, you know, because oh, okay. they've, they've thrown these two together as like Barbenheimer, right? It's yeah. been this cultural phenomenon. Um, there's Barbie land, but there's also the New Mexico town where scientists from the Manhattan Project developed the bomb, but they had to like literally build a city in the middle of the desert. We learned that in the film. So you can visit both, but one of them has an architectural digest tour. That's, of course, the Barbie house. Uh, we saw that video with Margot Robbie. Now, would you rather sink into a circular bed, learn to use a Geiger counter, or learn to use a Geiger counter from the comfort of your circular bed? Gosh, I know where this is going. You do. Um, I would uh, like to learn to use a Geiger counter from the comfort of my circular yeah, bed. Yeah, me too, because who doesn't want to be in a circular bed? Mike, how do you feel about that? I think that's the absolute correct answer. Okay. I mm-hmm. mean, except the sheets are super hard to get for those. Are they? Yes. Tim has got a plenty of them. I they mean, do? just add it to the list when you pick up your <laughs> oh moisturizer. God. Okay, I got it. Yeah. In the aftermath, question two of the first ever nuclear test, Oppenheimer quoted uh, is quoted as saying, oh, I'm already lost. The following from the Bhagavad Gita. Did you, you've, you've heard this quote before, I'm sure. Okay. Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. That's something that you know comes from the movie Oppenheimer. Yes. Now, now let's enter the generations of little girls who ritually mutilated their Barbie dolls. <laughs> I cut off their hair to make <laughs> Were cats. you ever tempted, option one, were you ever tempted to give your Barbie just a little eensy haircut and then had to bury her in the backyard? <laughs> Did you consider American Prometheus, the 721-page Pulitzer Prize-winning Oppenheimer biography that serves as source material for the movie, a beach read? Or, quote, do you guys ever think about dying? Which answer speaks to you most? Give Barbie a haircut, put her in the backyard? Because I did that, for sure. I didn't bury her, but sometimes it would take off, change heads. 
Like, like put one head on another body. I was like <laughs> such I was such a rules follower that I feel like if I did do something like that, I would feel like I'd have to bury my sin and put her oh, away. So yeah, that one right. does speak to me quite. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I don't want anyone to know that I did something wrong. Oh yeah, but then you bury know she's the out evidence. there. Yeah, but fine. at night when you're sleeping in bed, you know she's in the ground. No. Uh, apparently, there are opposite gender characters who serve as lessons on sexism in both Oppenheimer and Barbie. Mm. To that end. Do you prefer your changing society themes as subtext or do you prefer them as text or do you skip the close reads? You're here for the fashion. Oh boy. So do you want subtextual social, uh, uh change? Subtextual. Textual social change or fashion? Maybe just fashion. I'm, I'm here, here for, for fashion. fashion. Let's be real. Yeah. Mike? Same. Okay. Barbie and Oppenheimer were both influential, controversial in ways that still resonate on. After you leave the theater, are you looking forward to a fierce debate with the debate with your movie companions about a material feminism and unrealistic body images, mm. public anti-intellectualism, military spending and government secrecy, mm-hmm. or where to get drinks? I think I'll take two. You want public anti-intellectualism, military spending, and gut? You're going to talk about that stuff after the movie? Probably. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with materialism, feminism, and unrealistic body images because I like all of those things. (laughs) Uh, Mike? That's our conversation. Cheers. 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 I'm getting drinks. Now, last question. Celebrities have joined the Barbin Fray. By the way, if you're just joining us, we're doing this little quiz from the New York Times to determine which movie or both we should go see this weekend. Mm-hmm. Celebrities have joined the conversation. Um, you have to pick from the following celebrity quotes about this experience we're all mm-hmm. having. Okay. Issa Rae said, obviously you should see Oppenheimer first and then cleanse your palate with Barbie. Killian Murphy said, I can't wait to see Barbie. I love Margot Robbie. I love Ryan Gosling. I want to see them now. I don't know what the debate is about. Or Greta Gerwig. Double up. Double up twice. I think you've got to see what the experience is. Barbie, then Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer, then Barbie. I think you've got to take all the journeys. Double ticket sales. (laughs) She's a smart lady. Okay, Issa Rae, Killian Murphy, or Greta Gerwig. What's she going for? Issa Rae. I'm going for Killian because, man, it's Killian Murphy. Why did you say Issa? Because I just feel like you got to get the serious stuff in there and let it. You can think about it later. It's not like Barbie's going to erase all of it. I just feel like it might make me depressed and the Barbie movie will make me feel better for the day. It's not like I shut off my feelings and thoughts about Oppenheimer. That's what they're acting like if you want to see Oppenheimer first. Like you don't want to think about serious things. You just want to flip things under the rug. It's like Who's saying that? Oh, that was, you know, a story that I brought to you yesterday. Remember when we talked on the air? We did. For three hours. No, we did. From noon to three at one point. You're saying that some... Some people say that... Some lifestyle expert told you what to think. I don't think you need to buy that BS. No. Mike? Uh, I'm going with Greta. Second I heard these movies were coming out on the same day, I was like, I'm going to both of them. And I'll probably go back to both of them again. I will see at least Barbie twice in theaters and maybe Oppenheimer. All right. Okay. Well, Wait, say that again? 
I'll at least see Barbie probably twice in theaters and maybe twice. Why twice? Because I want to go back and experience it again. Look at you. He I just love his commitment. Okay. We always usually go to the big what premieres your... and then on Tuesday go back and watch them when they're cheap. Mike, what was your just God? He's just a man on a mission. Okay, Mike, <laughs> what was your result? Uh, Wonder Woman was right. You're a Barbie girl in an Oppenheimer world. Enjoy your double popcorn day. <laughs> oh my God. Cute. It did work. Because that's what it Mike's going to do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mine says five, four, three, two, one. Deploy those IMAX tickets and go see Oppenheimer. Are you going to see it uh, in the IMAX? Uh, no. But I am going to see okay. Oppenheimer, and I've yet to buy my Barbie ticket. Are you not going to see Barbie? If I didn't work at this station, I probably wouldn't see it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not because I don't like Barbie. It's just like, you know. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. You don't, don't have, have to. Like I'm a huge interest. just asking. Yeah, um, I mean, we are, we probably I will because I'll need to talk about it. But. I well, you don't have to go see it. I'm going to go see it tonight. Wonder Woman was right. You're a Barbie girl in an Oppenheimer world. <laughs> Enjoy your double popcorn day. I don't have time to do both. <laughs> That's right. So, you're but I will both. say I'm excited to see both. I don't know. I I don't think I'm going to be able to see Oppenheimer this weekend though. I don't think I have time. I have a full ass weekend. Yeah. I'm going to go see Barbie tonight, and then I've got plans all weekend long because. Summer weekends are really busy. Yeah, you have to go boating. Yeah, I know. It's a hard life, man. (laughs) I didn't say it was a hard life. I just said it was busy this weekend. It is busy. And I do want to see Oppenheimer uh, because I have heard great things. But here's the thing. We're going to talk about all them movies on Monday uh, after we've had a chance to see a few of them. But when we come back, ooh, there's still a strike happening uh, with the actors and the writers. I want to share with you a couple of stories I read regarding the strike. One involved the movie Wicked and another one, Netflix. We'll talk about both those stories when we return right here on My Talk 1071. It's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. The summer is so busy. We were just talking about this and it seems to be just screeching by. Well, don't wait because Livia Days have arrived. It's Livia Weight Control Center's best deal of the summer. I'm here to tell you about it. I did the program and I love Livia. I lost about 30 pounds on the Livia program about five years ago. And it's been the only thing that's worked for me that was uh, sensible. It simplified my life and um, I just love it. I love to talk about it. 50% off your personalized program when you mention me. Say, I heard this from Don McLean on my talk and you will get 50% off. Um, a call right now. It's not going to last forever. You know, this special, they can't do it forever. So 855-GO-LIVIA or visit Livia.com. They were voted, voted Minnesota's best weight loss program year after year. And I'm telling you, they're doctor-recommended programs. They're personalized for you. And you can lose up to 10 pounds or more in your first two weeks. Livia.com. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Uh, we are here for Barbie, Oppenheimer, and also giving you the latest news on the SAG-AFTRA strike or the Writers Guild strike, all the strikes out there. Pardon. Uh, paying entertainers what they're worth. What is the latest? Well, they're still not paying actors what they're worth in Hollywood. It's been five days. Um, okay. Has it actually been that long? Wow. Uh, yes. Uh, I wanted to tell you a little story. Actually, six About days. Jack and Diane. Actually, Wicked. The movie Wicked, based on the musical, apparently was five seconds away from being done. Oh, by that, no. I mean like a week or so before the strike hit. So director John Chu is saying exactly 
just how close Wicked was to completing production before the SAG after strike began last week. On Wednesday, that's yesterday already. My God, this week has flown by. Oh, totally. He shared in a statement on his Insta story that he um, said he doesn't anticipate Wicked Part 1's release date to be affected by the strike. He said the film was, quote, only a... Uh, Uh, A few days away from being done. Quote, not done yet, just paused until the strike is over and we can finish the last pieces of the movie. We're only a few days away from being done, so we're so close. It's been very painful to put a halt to it, but we'll be back. Now, maybe you're about to read this, but was it filming that they could not um, finish? Yeah, I feel like it was um, a few days of filming. Yeah, that's the tough part there. Yeah. Uh, Do they want me to edit it for them? Because I can cut out a lot and make it make sense. Because they're not going to film it in sequential order anyway. It's going to be filmed first. The outdoor. Are you trying to scab? What's going on? I'm not trying to scab. I'm just saying like they'll do all the outdoor scenes first. Can't they just get a green screen and do some shadow puppets that aren't in SAG after? That's right. That's what I'm saying. No. But honestly, couldn't they just cut it to make it make sense? That's what I would do to have it release. Uh, because you have the risk of the actors looking different, what they're going to just like hold them hostage until they, you know, can commence filming in 18 months or however long this is going to take. I mean, we all hope that it's going to resolve quickly, but it sounds like they're going to hold out as long as they can, you know. It does say they filmed this spring, so I wonder if it is just the post-production. Yeah. And post-production would I mean, that wouldn't affect them finishing the film. It must be some scenes that it has are to critical be like, to the movie. Yeah, it has to be the, you know, maybe reshoots and things like that. Okay. Right? Yeah, it has to be. I mean, because the artists working you on films. You know what the most productive thing from that film will be? Because that film ain't coming out? What? Ariana Grande uh, and her new man. Yeah, she might have a baby before she starts. I mean, Don't when she gets say pregnant. That. <gasps> they She's just were get pregnant. They were just spotted together. My God, that doesn't mean they're doing it. You know how fast she is at is like. She, oh. I mean, not, oh, I don't think we not call like women that. fast. <laughs> no, no, no. She does. <laughs> let me, let me. She does like to fall in love quickly, like J Lo, and um, you know. I will say it's interesting she that likes to jump. I, relationships. I will say it's interesting that both Ariana Grande and her ex-husband have already been spotted dating other people. She is allegedly, according to TMZ, exclusive dating Wicked co-star. Um, he not had a Wicked co-star, co-star from the movie Wicked, Ethan Slater, who plays Bach. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
in the film. Okay. I don't know this person. Have you ever heard of this guy? Met an Ethan Slater before? I have not, but... um, uh, Are you looking him up? I am right now. He's got red hair. He's a ginger. Okay. Uh, And then I do believe I saw... And Mike, did you see... I swear I saw something that said Dalton Gomez was already dating someone. I don't know if either of you saw that. I did not see that. You actually brought me this story this morning, and I didn't know when I came in. You said, look, she's already dating someone else, and so is he. Isn't Ethan Slater married? Well, that's going to be a problem. (laughs) Wife Lily J? I mean, according to TMZ. He's been married to Lily J since the 11th of November 2018. What do you guys say? According to page six, Ethan Slater gushes over wife Lily J before Ariana Grande rumors. Oh. Well, here it says, sources with direct knowledge tell us that she and Ethan Slater uh, started dating several months ago during the production of the film. It was back in March when a photo circulated showing Ariana and Ethan next to each other as the cast of Wicked celebrated Michelle Yeoh's Oscar win in London. Oh my gosh, so they stood next to each other. She's pregnant. Well, no, I mean, they're they're like, they're hunky-dory looking. Okay, so... From March of 2023. Well, maybe... Oh, so that's a scandal. Well... Is it? Yeah. That's... Yeah, he's been married to... Hmm. Poor Lily J. Who is she? She's just a normal gal. I hope she doesn't read TMZ today. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be slightly problematic. (laughs) Or listen to this... Adventures of Bradley and Dawn today. I mean, she could be. No, it literally says, uh, I'm just reading through another TMZ or uh, People article to see, and they're quoting the TMZ article. Ariana Dalton separated in January. She and Ethan recently began dating, and he, here we go, is separated from his wife. Got it. Thank you. So. Oh, no, but... You said you saw something about him gushing over his wife recently. He apparently gushed over his wife. Uh, let's see oh, here. Okay. Gross. <laughs> I know. <Don't>. Sorry. <laughs> I just heard that. him say that, and I really heard the words. Um, he did not gush over his wife. Apparently, apparently. they're separated, so yes. that's not happening. Yes. <laughs> but, Happy Mother's Day. They do have a child together. Happy Mother's Day to the most loving, caring, wonderful mom person well, in the world. I mean, he's honoring her motherhood. Yeah. She's the mother of his child. From right. me and this That's little guy. I mean, they're mm-hmm. romantically involved any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, it's it's a new world, 2023 now. People <laughs> do things differently. What do you mean? I'm just saying they could have already been, you know, they're not divorced yet, but they're living oh, separate sure. lives. Right. Yeah. That's fine. I also just wanted to touch base quickly before we head to break about another story that's tangentially related to this strike, which really is um, the the story Mike brought up briefly earlier, the Netflix subscriber growth rate that was just announced yesterday that they added 6 million new subscribers to their platform. I feel like, you know, uh, while we're having a strike with both writers and uh, actors, like them doing well, even though their stock price was down today, I don't know what that means, but this news that they're doing well adding subscribers, you know, after having sort of tumultuously gone up and down, I feel like that's just going to make actors' cases even stronger, right? Yeah. I like, mean, hey, we're doing this work and you're doing well, so we need to do better. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you said that they what they were claiming is that they're it's way down. 
well, like the, than what they expected. So the revenue is where the big miss was. Oh. So what they anticipated the revenue was going to be, that is way down. The $6 million added is actually better than they uh, thought when it came to the password crackdown. Yeah. Uh, so what you're saying is Netflix, when it comes to budgets and money, yes. they did not project what they would get back well, which means this is a problem that's been happening in a while but, because if they hadn't have done that in the first place they wouldn't be in this position making so many new shows do you remember when they were like we spent seven billion dollars on this show and this show and this show and we're, we were all like yeah. how can they but do this it's not this? just netflix i mean literally that entire industry and this is why i think they're facing such an issue right now is Who they spent a lot of money on content you're absolutely yeah. right mike thank you don thank you bradley thank you when we come back here on the adventures of bradley and don the three of us are going to update you on another story that has just been confusing the heck out of us, and that's the story of Carly Russell right here on My Talk 1071. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each edition unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. There's a story we've been following since uh, we heard about it this last weekend of a woman named uh, Carly Russell in Alabama who allegedly was abducted by an unknown abductor. She stopped on the, from what she said, she was missing for days from Thursday to Saturday and they were looking for her after she made a phone call uh, because she saw a toddler on the side of the highway, pulled over and then she just went missing from there. Her family was looking for her and then she showed up two days later or 49 hours later at her parents' doorstep, seemingly traumatized. There was a press conference during the end of our show yesterday where a lot was revealed. Yeah, police in Alabama yesterday said essentially they had not found any evidence to substantiate Carly Russell's uh, account that she'd been abducted and held for two days after pulling over to help a toddler on the side of the interstate. Police uh, talked a lot about what they know up to this point and what they don't know. I want to play a little bit of that press conference from yesterday specifically this involves things that she searched on the internet uh prior to her alleged abduction and when she called police let's have a listen include several internet searches and the days leading up to her disappearance that i think are very relevant to this case on july 11th at 7 30 a.m the term you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. 
on July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught, was searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about a production, was conducted. There were two searches related to Amber Alerts on a computer at Carly's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. There were other searches on Carly's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset, but out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but have not been granted that request. Ooh. It just doesn't it, look good. It does not look good, and I feel re... I'm just... Oh, I just think about everyone involved, right? I feel... Listen, this it's family really has been terrible. through so much. They really have. Her parents were on, uh, was it Good Today's Morning show. America, t- Today's Show, talking about how terrible, um, you know, this yeah. terrible Emotional situation wrecks. emotionally, like how, you know, she was held captive and they're trying to find her abductors. And just mostly, if somebody's in this much mental distress where they feel like they want to escape their life. Mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for her. I know she misused 911, but now, like, it's going to be even worse. You're already feeling like you want to escape your life, so much so that, you know, you have all of these thoughts that she's obviously searching for things. And now it's going to be a thousand times worse of people judging somebody who most likely is struggling with mental health issues. And now the world is looking at her. Well, I just feel bad for all the people who, well, I I guess I don't feel bad for them. But I think about all of the people who stopped what they were doing to help look for her and then, you know, sort of jumped in the breach to kind of be there. And, And not that they shouldn't have done those things, but I wonder if, you know, if this turns out to have been whatever this turns out to be. Mm-hmm. People are going to be cynical or more cynical about helping in a moment like this mm-hmm. when they hear a story like this. Yeah, that's what I would worry about. I mean, but I also just like right now because we don't have all the answers. I still am like, there is a woman at the center of this who is struggling with something, and then we've got a family who is dealing with the fallout from that, and that can, that's no small thing. Yeah, and I can't even begin to imagine what that pain. And all of the emotions around that would be like. And then think about all of her friends and family and just think about, I saw an interview with her boss. Um, I mean, I think there's just a lot of really, man, really, I I don't even know what's the adjective or what's the state of mind that you would be right now. You would just be so confused. So overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is a good word, right? Right. And, And if she did, you know, stage this as a hoax which from the searches from her internet searches well, she's certainly gonna have to explain that yeah but she doesn't want to talk to police anymore but she's gonna have to because you cannot 
basically fake your own kidnapping. I mean, I don't know if you know that, but it's well, not legal to do that. One of the things they also learned was that during the time, or this is one of the things that we were told during the police press conference yesterday about Carly Russell is that when she was alleged to have been uh, following the toddler, she mm-hmm. had traveled a distance of about 600 yards, which mm-hmm. is like what, six football fields? Cause I'm a sports person. Mm-hmm. But that's the analogy they kept using. Okay. And that would mean that this toddler was walking the length of six football fields. They were like, that just doesn't add up. So she would have been driving yeah. at the time and I not so, yeah. stopped. Yeah. It's it's just nothing is adding up as, as her story being true. Oh, it's just And you so just sad. hate it because then you've got all these people online having all these, I mean, it's Conversations not... about you and you wanted to escape your life anyway. Like, I definitely feel law enforcement, they're not happy. Well, they're no, because if you're misusing, you know, law they're, enforcement. And you have to stops. take, because you're not just involving yourself. Again, we don't have all the answers. We don't know. No. But if you are involving, you know, an alleged abduction of a toddler... That's bringing in like a whole different layer of yeah, because they were also looking for a toddler yeah. that could be at risk. So, what do you think? <sighs> what do you think is going to happen? I think that she's going to be um, whatever the fine is for something. Like she's, they're going to charge her with you think a crime? Yeah, yeah. I I think she will be charged with something because you can't misuse at the, the very, system like this at the very minimum at this point they need to have another conversation with her to understand exactly what happened because clearly they didn't get all the answers they were looking for and the evidence is mounting in a direction that doesn't look again it's easy for us to sort of sit here and like pontificate about data points but it certainly doesn't look good based on the evidence that has been shared publicly right and you know once again, she had, you know, she, this is a woman who she was going to nursing school, like, you know, a, I don't know. I just and worry I about, about her. Yeah. Like, because he, you know, was like, please give her privacy. She's super traumatized. Yeah. So if she was making this up, she also put on an act for her family who trusted that something bad happened to her. Yeah, unless she's and having like, like a legitimate motive? mental health crisis. Again, you just don't know like the state of mind of someone. Yeah. I mean, people can have psychotic breaks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're just trying to treat this with as much respect as we can right now, because it is easy to go down the road like, ha ha, you got caught, you know, that type of a thing that we've seen online already. So, oh, well, far. there's just a bunch of like obnoxious trolls online. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Ugh, but it does make it it's like the little boy who cried wolf. It does make it harder for people to take things like this seriously. You know, it's just um, it's it's just too bad. I hope she gets some mental health um. Yeah. Well, I hope that police are able to get the answers that they need. I hope the family is able to deal with the the drama that has happened. I hope she is able to get the help that she needs because there's going to be a lot of healing that needs to go on. Mm -hmm. And the community alone. I mean, just think about the community itself. So beyond just the individuals involved, Mm -hmm. you've got a community who, you know, they thought there was perhaps, um, you know, a toddler who'd been abducted. They think a woman has been abducted, that there might be somebody on the loose and that, yeah, that's going to affect people. And the other level of that is like, if you, there are so many missing children right now. Like if you had a missing child, and missing women you, and missing women of color who, yes. who, you know, historically are not getting the same attention in terms of, you know, all out searches. 
So, yeah, it, it's a real issue that needs to be dealt with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine if you, you know, just had something like this that really was going on in your life and you had some hope that maybe that's my child if your child is missing. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just so many layers of oh, why sure. this yeah. is this is yeah. really, really um, and, and people who donated money probably feel betrayed. But I'm sure they will be returning that money to people who donated. Um, I think it was like over 64,000 at the time. But, um, yeah, we'll just have to, you know, keep checking in and see how that's developing. And, you know, hopefully people will treat her with some grace. If, because if you are somebody that just wants to leave your life like that and you have a lot of things going on mentally already. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we will continue to follow the story. We'll share some updates with you as we get them. But in the meantime, in between time, it has been a week of brand new games played by our very own game show host, Mike. Mike, uh, you're going to play something new with us? Oh, we got something. We got something. Maybe my favorite, one of my favorite games of all time. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to spin the wheel anyway and pretend it's going to land somewhere at random. But I think uh, it'll land on somewhere fun when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends. Did you hear me screaming? I get real excited when I'm telling my friends about Hero. Why? Well, especially this time of year, electrical issues, uh, really any time of year, electrical issues uh, can happen in your home. But this time of year, literally like right now, my friends at Hero are giving you $69 off your next electrical project or repair. That's a $69 savings just for you, my talkers. All you have to do is call Hero.com. And I love my friends at Hero, not just because they can help with electrical issues, but all of the range of issues they can help around the house. Heating, cooling, plumbing, air. They've been in our home to deal with our air conditioner that broke suddenly uh, last summer. Then... Uh, they came out to our house to answer some questions about electrical issues. And, well, they've also helped with plumbing issues in our home. Call Hero.com today. And if it's an electrical issue, $69. Tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 107.1. This is the place for entertainment. And Mike loves game shows. And that's why he's going to spin his game show roulette wheel. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. We end the show the same way every single day with a game show. And today we've got a brand new game show. I mentioned it is one of my all-time favorites. This is New Games Week, after all. All five of the games are games we've never played before, including this one. Now, you may remember, what was my complaint yesterday about Uh, the new game shows? um, Wait, what you're hearing right now. They don't oh, have yeah, they good don't have theme songs. Oh, the theme songs suck. They don't have good theme songs. They don't get into it. Well, here's a perfect example of one of the greatest theme songs of all time. <gasps> Ooh, yeah. For those who know, they know it's the Joker's Wild. Oh! So the Joker's Wild, and the theme wasn't supposed to end that quickly. There we go. Uh, The Joker's Wild is the game where, uh, how they dub it, Lady Luck is, excuse me, Knowledge is King and Lady Luck is Queen. Oh. Are you ready to play? I'll just do the luck part, not the knowledge. Well, that's good. That's the beauty of this game. It involves knowledge and luck. How it works. Good luck or bad luck, though? You want good luck. Uh, How it works is, uh, for those who haven't watched this show, uh, there's a big, gigantic slot machine-like thing. And on that slot machine-like thing, there are going to be categories for questions that are going to pop up. If uh, You're going to hear this when you guys spin your wheel. 
And again, we have to do a little explain here. Each time you hear that, I'm going to tell you which category popped up. Okay. And uh, then you get to pick based on how you did. Now, if all categories are different, so if each one of those windows are different, then you just pick out of those three categories, and you get 50 points if you get it right. Fabulous. If you get it wrong, your opponent gets an opportunity to steal it from you. Aha! Now, if you see a Joker pop up, they're wild cards. That's why it's the Joker's wild. Mm. So if there are two Jokers, you then can match that with one of the other categories and have three. It's a long story. Let's just play the game. You guys will figure it <laughs> okay. out as we play. They'll tell us if we don't do it do right. Do we need a piece of paper? Um, it might help. I'll tell you the oh, categories. Why? Just because I grabbed a piece of paper, then you felt you like don't you need had it. Have one. You definitely don't need it. Your categories for I today, though, there are there are five categories. You've got Super Bowl halftime shows, okay, Ew. Wild West, okay, Academy okay. Awards, okay, State Capitals, no. pop music, and then of course that Joker. Now, much like our uh, game Pressure Luck, I've got a little uh, slot machine algorithm thing going on back here. So I'm going to spin the wheel. Who wants to go for? Oh, actually, we should flip a coin. Uh, somebody call it. Tails. It's heads. Mm. Don, you're going to go first. Okay. So I'm going to spin, or you're going to actually pull that handle. You see that handle? My assistant <laughs> yeah, just pulled in there. Uh-huh. Okay, go ahead and pull that when you're ready. Ching. Pop music, state capitals, and Wild West. So you got three. It wasn't a very lucky spin, but oh. you got three. Pop music, state capitals, Wild West. Which of those categories would you like a question from? Um, Let's do Wild West. Let's go with Wild West. All right. In poker, what is known as the dead man's hand? I know this. I know this what because is it? I just went to Deadwood. Mm-hmm. It is two aces and three eights. Uh, no? I'm going to give it to you. You are? Okay. It's, it's actually just two aces and two eights. But two aces, aces and two eights. Usually okay. That they, is not the same. You can't give her the aces right answer. It's, it's known as aces and eights. Aces so and specifically eights. the answer I was looking for was aces and eights. Oh, not, God. She got a little too specific on I it. I would like all the poker people out there to <laughs> send your hate mail. Uh, five, uh, okay. five, 50 points going to Dawn there to start. <laughs> okay. So, Bradley, now uh, she got hers right. Going over to you. Ready to pull that handle? love over here. Okay. Pull that handle when you're ready. Uh, halftime shows, Academy Awards, Academy Awards. So you can, oops, quit quit pulling that handle. What are you doing over there? Um, Academy Awards, Academy <laughs> Awards, and halftime shows. So what this means is if you go Academy Awards, it's going to be worth 100 points. If you go halftime shows, it's going to be worth 50 points. Oh, well, obviously I'm going Academy Awards. Probably the best bet. Here we go okay. for 100 points. And by the way, this is a race to 500. First to 500 okay. wins. What did I get? Le- you Nothing. got 50 because okay. you guys you you only won. get it right. Leonardo DiCaprio won the Academy Award for Best Actor for his role in which film? Oh, it's not multiple choice. Nope. Is it, um, did he win a Best Actor Award for The Revenant? That's the correct answer. Yes, Nicely please. done. I, I almost said Titanic. No, that, he didn't huh? even go because he wasn't nominated. Yes. Yeah. 100 points sure. going your way, Bradley. Don, we go back over to you. Okay. And again, you're looking for jokers. That's what I you're going for. I gotta pull that handle. Pull that handle. That wasn't a Oh, handle. it's a joker, Academy Awards, yeah. and pop music. Okay. So a joker, Academy Awards, pop music. This means you can either go off the board with that joker and pick any category, but it's only going to be worth 50. Or you can couple that joker with Academy Awards or pop music, and it's worth 100. If you get it right, Uh, how about pop music? You're gonna go pop music for 100 points. Here we go. Who was the first artist with five top 10 hits from one single album? (gasps) Ooh. Five top ten hits from one single album. We're going back all the like, are the Beatles pop music? Uh, I mean, yeah, that'd be popular music if it's. Um, uh, I'll, I'll say the Beatles. 
I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Bradley, you have a chance to steal 100 points. Who was the first artist with five top ten hits off one album? Five top ten hits. I'm going to go with uh, Michael Jackson. It's a good thing to go with. That is the correct answer. Bradley takes a uh, 150-point lead. It's 200 to 50 now. And Bradley, it's your turn to pull that wheel. Pull it down. Yeah, Wild West, Wild West, and pop music. So either (laughs) Wild West for uh, for 100 or pop music for uh, for 50. I got to go Wild West, Bob. I'm feeling lucky today. Wild West for 100. (laughs) What was the main type of bread cooked and eaten by cowboys, gold prospectors, and pioneers? (laughs) Yes! I know this. What but was it? That's not for you to know. It's for me to know. Yeah. And, and do you know it is for 100? Sourdough. How did you get that question? That's ridiculous. God, that's not fair. <laughs> it's like literally the one Wild West question oh, I can answer. Okay. That is hilarious. All right, Don, okay. it's back over to you. Now, here's the good thing. At any point, if it, someone gets a Joker, Joker, Joker. Wait, how close am I, by the way, to 500? You're 200 away. Okay. If anybody gets a Joker, 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 by the way, that mm-hmm. is worth the win. It's an auto win if you get that right and get a question right from the category of your choice. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that's why we're always looking for Joker, Joker, Joker. Here we go. Are you ready, Don? Yep. Let's pull, pull that on handle. The handle. Both hands. Halftime shows Joker, Joker. So what this means is for 200 points, if you get the halftime shows question okay. right, you could get it for 200, or you could go for any other category worth 100. Um. Oh God, I'm really bad at halftime shows. It's up to you. Got um. Uh, but I'll just go ahead and do halftime. You're going to go with yeah. it. All right. Here oh, we go. God. The Metrodome was the host uh, for was the first. Excuse me. The Metrodome was the first of a few appearances for this Cuban American powerhouse singer who joined the Golden Gophers marching band in tribute to the '92 Olympic team. Looking for a Cuban American powerhouse singer. Oh no! Um, By the way, if you get this wrong and Bradley gets it right, he'd actually win. I just, I just, it's worth two hundred. Puerto Ricans. Need an answer. Oh, gosh. Um, Cuban-American. Cuban oh, he is American. standing up. Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm just stretching guess? my life. It's not. I'm just. Okay, that's wrong. Need, need a guess. We're okay. Out of time. Uh, <laughs> need something. Two. Come on. One. Oh. I'm sorry. You we got to get a guess. Okay. We got we to gotta go on. Uh, yeah. Bradley, can you steal it for 200? Uh, I am going way out on a limb here. Is it Gloria Stefan? This would be for the victory since it's worth 200 points. It absolutely yes! is! Yes! Wow! Oh, nice. Killed well it. done. You killed, it. you killed it. I got one right. Yeah, she sort of. was like a Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> Where did I come from? Today? Four different times she showed up at the Super Bowl halftime show. Wow. You got sourdough. You got uh, Gloria Stefan. You got the Reverend Revenant. Wow. And Michael Jackson. Look at you go, Bradley. You're welcome. It felt good. I'm tasting America right now. <laughs> wow. What does it taste like? Sweat. Sourdough and sweat. Sweat oh. and uh, winning. It's not the Powerball, though. I really wish I would have won the Powerball instead. Thanks, Mike. That so was a fun game. That's how Joker's Wild works. And again, there'll be less explaining next time we play it. It'll go a little quicker and smoother. But yeah, that was fun, I think. Have you had a favorite game so far, Don? Ooh, um, let's see. I, I like the the challenge of the... It's not before and after, but what, it, what is it called? The 
the one that's most popular right now on the Game Connection. Show Network. America Says America was yesterday's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really the, like um, that because it makes your brain work hard. And Chain Reaction also is... I liked the Chain Reaction one. Yeah. You both really... I think the listeners, based on who's reached out to me, they love Don't Forget the Lyrics. Yeah. Because well, uh, we're bad at we're, it. We're singing. Weird what was it? Stuff. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. You can um, dress me everywhere. Take off my pants. Oh, oh yeah, or something like said. that is yeah, what Dawn said. Say. Well, so good, you know. but she did win. Okay. But today, Bradley won. Congratulations! Good Thank job, you Bradley. so much, Mike, Thanks, for Mike. another yes. wonderful game. And Dawn, better luck tomorrow. Oh, dear yeah. listeners, we we're playing together tomorrow. Are going to play together tomorrow, but we're also going to be very special tomorrow. I'm just saying you're going to want to listen to our show. You're actually going to want to listen to the morning show tomorrow as well. Not that you don't always, uh, but especially around the 830 o'clock experience. There might be a special surprise. I'm just saying. Up next, Lori and Julia. Bye. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony. Been there for over four decades. Why? Because they're good at what they do. I know that because that's where I bring my car for scheduled maintenance. Any weird noises or things that happen out of the blue. I know I can pick up the phone, call Tom and his team and say, hey, can I bring my vehicle in? They'll let me know what time that works. And uh, usually what will happen is I'll drop it off before I go to work. They'll have a courtesy car waiting. And then I go about my business just like you can. They know you're busy. You've got things to do. They've also got a shuttle service available upon request. Whatever works most or best for you. Then I'm going to get a detailed description of everything they worked on. Sometimes they'll call and say, hey, um, we just want to explain what we did or what we didn't do or what we think uh, is going on with your vehicle. And then typically by the end of the day, I pick up my car and go about my business with uh, everything fixed and ready to go. And they usually wash my car too, which is absolutely, I love and adore. Head to blvdautoworks.com today.